Welcome to another episode of Girl, Can We Talk? You know, our couch talk where we sit around and giggle or when we lay across the bed and talk about that tough stuff. Maybe it's when we chit-chat on the phone about how our day went. Yeah, this is that space. It's that time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we dive into another episode. And by the way, did I mention my name is Cheryl? Yeah, it's me, your girl. So let's get into this. Hey, girls, can we talk? Welcome to season four. This is an exciting season. I have a special guest for you who I believe is going to be an amazing blessing for those who are willing to hear. Um, I don't even know where to even begin to explain, um, but I met Gigi by accident and it was actually divine because I went to a doctor's appointment and there she was. (laughs) And we just kind of connected. And I really believe that she has something to say that will really, really help you if you have an ear to hear. And if you're in a situation, even maybe bring you out. So welcome, Gigi. And if you want to, you can tell everybody your first and last and middle name. My my given name is Evangeline Escalante. And um, then I adopted the name Garcia. So my family comes from a Spanish background back when the Spaniards came to the Philippines. Uh, I was told that I had a, a great, great, great grandpa who was blonde haired and blue eyed. So I didn't end up with that. So hopefully some other part of my family does that. So I want to thank you for inviting me here and, and, and sharing with others and be willing to share my story, hopefully somebody can can take some green and some some good out of it. I hope so too. It's it's actually amazing. So um, I'm not gonna interrupt you. I'm gonna allow you the space to say whatever you feel comfortable with, whatever you don't feel comfortable with, that's okay. You don't have to worry about it. But just I want you to give your testimony and let everybody know what God has done for you and through you. Okay, so I'm 56 years old. I turned 56 October 23rd uh, this year. And um, my story began, well, I would say when I was five years old, I was brought up Catholic and um, we went to a Catholic preschool, kindergarten and just school. So um, I remember this young lady, it, it it was an exciting story about this young boy that ran away from God because he didn't want him to do what he, he wanted him to do. And later on, I found out who that was. And um, he was so disobedient that he ran away and he got swallowed by a fish. And so he was stuck there for three days until, God, and then until I found out later that he went back uh, to save the people of Nineveh. But... My story starts at five years old. I was raped at five years old. And God literally grabbed me on the palm of his hands and lifted me up so that I didn't have to experience that. And that's where Gigi's safe house comes from and that I'm going to share with you in a little bit. 
Gigi Safe House is not a place just for me. It's a place for you and a place for you and a place for you because you're at God's palm. You're right there at the palm of his hand. So at five years old, I share this story and and I broke the, the crayon. I broke the crayon and I started to cry. And this girl, probably not even nine or 10 years old, said, don't worry, I can fix it, I can fix it. And so she rolls the crayon round and round and round on a piece of paper. Right. And it comes back to brand new. Right. Nothing changed except for the, that gentle touch of a nine-year-old, a gentle touch of this hand that just says, it's okay. I can fix it. And that story, I forget for the next 50 years of my life because of the trauma and other experiences that I've experienced throughout life. I, in the Philippines, there's, there's this dark region of, of the country where they practice religion in a, in a bad way and where they use the name of Jesus Christ, you know, to collect money, to do all these things to hurt people, and they kill people. When I was 13 years old, I came to the United States January 15th. At 14 years old, I found out my uncle had schizophrenia, and that he was taken out of North Kansas City Hospital because they wanted to get this healer to heal him of his schizophrenia. So they put him under this man's care. Weeks, months, I don't know. I, I, I blocked it all out. One morning, it was announced my uncle was dead. But between all of that, this man bound him with chains, bicycle chains, with his wrists behind his back and his ankles and boxed in, in a room, in this room by himself, banging his head. So I found out later that he died of asphyxiation because when you, when you choke, you know, and it was hot, he was overheated. So that's, that's the other story. It, it, it really gets better, I promise. God comes through at the end, I promise <laughs> you. But um, I come to the United States and I meet my mom at 13 years old. She didn't like me. She kicked me out when I was 16. We would come home. She would lock the doors. We'd go off to school and she would change the locks. And by the end of the day, my brother would be in the shed and I would be at a friend's house. That's the way we lived our life. At 16 years old, I was out on my own, supporting myself, having two jobs, finishing high school decided I wasn't going to go to college. I was going to go to the restaurant route management and then decided at 27 years old, I was going to go get a degree and, and go into medicine, but got sidetracked and got into art instead. Um, going forward, that trauma hit me about my uncle and about the, the homicide. When I turned 30, I tried to kill myself every year, several times a year, until I turned 40. I was in the hospital for twice a year, every Christmas, 
this is the worst time of my life when before my birthday and up until February after January 15th is is my 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 time and within the last five years when God showed me I realized what 50 meant was Pentecost when he showed me that five years that 50 meant something that he was waiting for me he was waiting for me it took 50 years to get me to where I am. I don't even know how to speak in tongues. <laughs> 50 years. And when she told me Sunday that I have a story to tell, that I need to write it down, that I need to do this and I need to do that, I called last week. I'm finishing my master's degree in biblical counseling because I have to talk to somebody. I have to listen to people. I have, I have to know what other people are feeling. I have to, I have to share what's happened, what's happening, and and that that it's okay. We're not alone because he's right here. He was right there all along. He was right there for me all this time. Right. I turned 41. I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, and I've had ovarian cancer since 2011. I've been in chemo, surgery, surgery, chemo, chemo, chemo. The last six months, the last, I had to fire my oncologist because she told me I had to go on a two and a half year chemo. And I did it for six months. And I said, I can't do it. God said, I don't want to do it. I don't have to do it. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I fired her. The new doctor I have has me on the same pill that acts the same way as this two and a half year chemo. And I only have to take one pill a day and I've only been on it for three months. So God has given me this vision, Gigi Safe House birth 2012, December, to tell people about that image of him lifting me up and to tell people that our health care is suffering in this country. Our mental health is suffering in this country. People in the middle are not getting the treatment and the help that they need. And we provide, I'm partnered with Garcia Family Medicine, and we provide a free clinic every last Saturday of the month. We want people to know that health care it shouldn't have to be a choice between your prescription or your mortgage or your rent or your car payment. I agree with that because it's extremely expensive. So I think everybody is making choices and they're not making the right choices. And I think God has, I believe, given me clear direction to do something about it. And I'm not going to sleep anymore because of it. So... That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And as far as as far as uh, uh, Jonah, I read later that the poor man, nobody listened to him, <laughs> and they still did whatever they wanted. But he he did do what God wanted him to do, so he turned out to be a good guy afterwards. After all, so I like the part about the 
the being in the fish for three days because it meant to me that um, it was the three days that that Jesus was what you talked about being wrapped and being in, engulfed in in His love and His mercy and His grace, and then just shot up and said, "Do your thing." <laughs> There you go. I'd like to take this time to thank everyone who has helped bring this about. First, Marcus Williams, Garvaz Creative, Charmel Cofield, and Justice West. My special guests, but mostly you, my listeners. So until next time, stay true, stay you, stay woman.